Good day, and welcome to the Pandemi Show. Stories of the Pandemi for people living in the Pandemi. No one is alone on the Pandemi Show. Thanks for joining us as we unite humanity through stories of hope, connection, and community in the face of the global pandemi. We are all in this together, and we're glad you're here together with us. Thanks for taking a moment to like, subscribe, and follow the Pandemi Show on social media. Welcome back to the Pandemic Show. We've had a bit of a summer break, but we're back now as we're in mid-pandemic to talk to some fantastic artists. Who are you? Sally and Zach from Mono Wales from Toronto, Ontario, Canada are joining us here today. Sally and Zach, thank you so much for your time here today on the Pandemic Show. Stories of the Pandemic for the people of the Pandemic. No one's alone on the Pandemic Show. And to work with you today to unite humanity with stories of shared experiences is really powerful, especially as a fan of your work. Your music really helped me and your videos throughout the pandemic when I was in isolation, looking for a connection with the outside world. I'd just like to say that I'm recording this interview on the Upper Canada Treaty Territory, the traditional home of the Haudenosaunee, Anishinaabe, and Neutral people. Zach and Sally from Mono Wales. Can you just tell us, your band Your band was on the rise pre-pandemic with hits like Take It Back, Real Love, and Let It Go. How did the pandemic affect you personally and professionally? You want to start that, Sally? Pretty intensely. Yeah, we could both get right into it. I think personally, we hadn't had a, a break, in quotations, for a long time. And in a lot of ways, there was no end in sight. When you're doing this job, it's like every time you get like something going you have to like really capitalize on that and continue and continue and it keeps rolling and in the end you're just like there is no end in sight and it's really daunting and horrifying even though we chose this so it's part of the situation and I think it gave us a moment to stop everything and pause and I don't think we would have ever actually gotten that opportunity without the pandemic I, I think Zachary it would have been a long time coming otherwise. Uh, so yeah, at first it was a very welcomed break. Like, oh, nice, we get to chill out for a bit. And then it became very much like, oh my God, I don't do the thing I do anymore. Like, this is awful. Tough economically, tough emotionally. And you are in a outward facing profession in front in front of crowds every day when you're performing. So you really were on the tip of the spear in terms of the shutdown with your livelihoods uh, taken away and musicians in particular and the arts community having to really pivot. But it's interesting how that time at the beginning really was seen as valuable for people to do some introspection and to have a bit of a break from the, the hustle and bustle of life in before times. And for the people of the pandemic who weren't at the Hillside Music Festival in Guelph, in Ontario at the end of July, I was so grateful to see you rocking, rocking the stage at Hillside. What was it like? What is it like now being out in front of audiences? And are you noticing any differences in your audiences? Are they bigger? Are they more energetic? 
Yeah, I think that in general, like even myself as an audience member at concerts, I've been just noticing this overall. For some people, it'll be like their first time back at a concert or whatever it is. There's this kind of energy in the air that everyone is like, are you seeing this? We're doing this thing again. Oh, my God. We're like, maybe, maybe we had taken it a little bit for granted in the past. And now we're just like, we've got to hold on to this. We know that it can be lost and what it feels like to be lost. So coming back to my shows too, and I'm seeing that reflect is that everyone is a little bit looser, a little bit more dancier, a little bit more down to be a part of the show to, to, to actually do it rather than just kind of participate. What really filled my heart with joy was seeing all the young people, the kids that haven't been out or haven't been exposed to music shows and live music. And to see them at their show with their parents dancing and have a good time, it made me think that we've gotten through the worst of this. We've turned a corner and, you know, the world has lots of problems, environmental, economic, racism. There's so many challenges that we face, but I feel like the music is really going to bring us back together. And that's how I, I feel like it's brought me back together with so many people that I might have even disagreed with during the pandemic, because as the pandemic went on, there seemed to be a little bit more pestilence protest or resistance to some of the measures due to the isolation. But to, to be back out there now, it just feels it feels like we're building something new and something special after all these, this time. And the children who missed out on it and just to see them at your shows dancing is that, have you seen a lot of parents bringing their kids out? A lot of people had children during the pandemic. Pandemic so, babies. Uh, whether they were pandemic children or not, uh, I'd like to put my hat out and say my favorite audience members of all time are always the children. Like to see those kids in the crowd, like sometimes it has me backstage just like in tears because I just can't imagine what that would be like. As a child, I like didn't really get to do stuff like that so I can't even fathom the feeling of what being at a show like that and seeing that type of energy and even I feel being a female and doing that and seeing little girls see me I can't imagine how that would blow my mind in a lot of ways so it really gets to me and I think it's so cool that the parents are the coolest parents and bring <laughs> them out I'm always like giving them props like yes thank you Zach what about you what's it been like getting out performing again are you noticing some of your fans now coming to the show with kids from the pandemic? Are you like, you've totally kind of changed your appearance. You were a long haired rocker pre pandemic with a beard and now you're a short haired mustache rocker. Yeah. You know, I just wanted to clean it up. It's more sterile that way. This pandemic taught me is like, uh, Oh man, it's Jeremy out here. Oh. So I wanted to be clean fan wise. Oh yeah. Lots of young people. Lots of people that haven't ever even been to a show. I think that's been a really cool thing is hearing, oh, this is the first time I've ever been to a concert. Like, who'd have thunk? That's something I've taken for granted. And a lot of the uh, young people had a two-year break where maybe they would have been to shows, so they weren't able to. It's wild uh, because we were so privileged in before times here in Southern Ontario, especially. And historically, pestilence and pandemics have been coming since since humans have started writing stories like in the Iliad they talk about it and the oldest text and it seems like it was just our turn but did you find during the lockdowns that did you get any more time to connect with nature I know talking to people from Toronto one of the things that stood out was how there was zero traffic at certain times during the oh pandemic and people God. that were coming into doing deliveries could go kilometers 
on the same set of green lights. Did you notice anything like that? I was living in uh, Richmond Hill during the early pandemic, and my Saturday night activity was to drive downtown, which would take me like no time. And I would just drive around in a ghost town. (laughs) uh, Nature, yeah, I did some camping trips. I went camping alone even and uh, got more into that. Cooking outside, barbecuing, being in the backyard, going for walks, absorbing nature, yeah. I, I feel like one of the biggest challenges in our society, our advanced technological society, is our lack of connection with nature. And it seems like one of the good things of the pandemic is that it allowed people to reconnect because nature is one of the safest place places to meet people and to go. Are you enjoying meeting your virtual fans, the fans that were your virtual fans for two years and now seeing them in person? What does that feel like? It feels pretty dope. Like I think because we are, I feel like we're an interesting band and in that we're very, very active in our socials and talking and responding to the people and you kind of get to know your fans online in a way and it's funny because then you meet them in your real life and you feel like you know them on some level or you can just be like hey I see you supporting me online I see that you've supported us through this pandemic like thank you it's it's a really personal loving connection that we really appreciate when you were at Hillside Music Festival what did you think about being back in the green room, being with the other artists? Was it, was that, is that something that it's hard to put into words, that, that feeling of getting to see the other bands? I love seeing the other bands. Honestly, I was sad because we were leaving during Bahamas and I'm like, no, I love the Bahamas. <laughs> no, it felt really good too. First of all, that festival is so special. I have never been to that festival and going there. I'm like, Oh no, how did I not know about this? This is my jam. Like, if I'm going to go next year, if I'm in town, just on my own merit, because it is a fantastical, beautiful, loving community at that festival. And to walk in and be like, oh, we're, we're like accepted and just part of this really special thing, it seemed that other people knew about. And we had no idea that it was this type of festival. It was really an honor. And the other bands, they all, if they knew, they knew. And there was like a certain feeling about like, yeah, we're here, like, we're here, we're home. This feels like a home festival. And if it wasn't, we got to meet them. And honestly, every band ever is cool. Like, all all the bands ever are cool. It's always good to meet each other, talk about things, talk shop, talk just life. It's really a good time because you can really connect and relate on a, a lot of different levels. When I was waiting at the merch tent to meet the band, I met another fan, Eric, and who'd seen you with Mother mother in Montreal and he changed all of his travel plans to go up north northern Ontario to see his family to come to Hillside to see you what was it like playing with mother mother another great great act oh boy it was a unique experience because it was our first time really playing together on, on so many levels it was the first time playing together with our new bass player it was our first time being back on the road since pre-pandemic and we were sharing the stage with such an awesome group of people that like we've really looked up to for years. So it was just, uh, I don't know, it was such a just validating experience. We waited two and a half years through a pandemic. And at the end of it, we were exactly where we wanted to be and even further. So it was just a really wholesome, validating experience. Out in front of audience to packed houses. Yeah. Not the just hillside. audiences, but like 
super excited like super fans and like uh just people that were down to party and really uh welcomed monowells with open arms like it's Did tough it? being an opening act but uh, we seem to translate a lot to their fans and they welcomed us big time fantastic i am just so excited to be talking with zach and sally from the hit band mono whales stories of the pandemic for the people of the pandemic we're going to listen to one of their recent hits off their new album daytona bleach mono whales stuck in the middle Zach, your music is so fantastic and high energy. 
really bringing people out of their houses now in the post-lockdown Canada, getting people moving and grooving. Well, thank you. I loved that. Just so everyone knows, we were dancing real hard during that song <laughs> playing and we loved it. Well, everybody knows mono whales gets you moving and mono whales gets you grooving. And they lead by example. You guys are all over the stage when you're performing. And Sally, you're always out in the audience too. I like people. What can I say? I, I can't pretend that they're not there. Like, I think that's a weird thing to do and it's fine. Every artist is their own, but I'm just like, I can't pretend you're not like physically like boop right there. Like I want to interact with your, with you and your eyes. <laughs> your performance is so high energy. You're dancing and nonstop movement once you hit the stage is so inspiring. After so many years of dancing by ourselves, getting to dance together, <laughs> it was just, it was amazing. Now, moving into the next part of our interview, song title in the form of a pandemic question inspired by Vancouver, Canada's own Nardwar the Human Serviette. We just listened to your hit song, Stuck in the Middle. Did you feel stuck in the middle during the pandemic, chained down like an animal? Absolutely. That's why we wrote the song. <laughs> so this was a song inspired by the pandemic and helping to deal with all the feels of our lack of mobility and the change in our lives as a result of this uh, public health emergency. Yeah, there was a lot going on physically, mentally. And it, yeah, it can get real deep and it did. That song got real deep with me and I hope that it helps someone out there that felt the same way. Zach, what about you? How, did the pandemic make you feel stuck? Absolutely. Did the music, writing these lyrics and doing the compositions, did that help you pass the time and give you something to look forward to as we moved into the middle of the pandemic and things started to open up? Um, yeah, I mean, the music kept us together and Unfortunately, things opened up and then closed back down just as fast. So that Did turned you... pretty hard, but uh, the music kept us together. Have you we caught up? this song with masks on. Oh, wow. Did you, have you made up all your missed shows or rescheduled shows yet? Or are there still some, some commitments that got canceled during the pandemic that you still need to make up? We have one more that was there from is. 2020, summer 2020. Wow. We're playing the CNE in Toronto next. We actually, Tuesday. I'm gonna correct you, Zach. There's okay. actually two, but there's only one that's currently released. So we are playing in Toronto at the CNE, and then we will let you know the other one that had to be rescheduled. Hey, wink, wink. People who know know. <laughs> no, Ex no. Exciting. And our next question here today with Sally and Zach from Mono Whales, one of the greatest rock and roll bands helping bring people back together mid-pandemic. During the pandemic, did any of you feel like you had no control? Based on your song, Control. I felt like I had no control of the situation, yeah. You got me. Did you do a lot of pivoting then to online and, and re more remote programming like some other musicians did in bands? Or did you just work on just getting some new, uh, get, a, get new material going? We did our writing remotely. So we got a lot, a lot of material together just from being together on Zoom like this. Yeah, we put out Daytona Beach during the pandemic. So we did, honestly, a lot of bands stopped doing stuff during the pandemic and thought they would take the break but in the mono whales fashion we did not we kind of in a way 
took advantage of that silence and knew that as a smaller band, it gave us a bit more of a platform to have a wider range of people listening. So we put out song after song, we put out an album, we wrote the next record, we kept going. And I think that's why when you think, how did you get out of the pandemic and go to like open for Mother Mother? How'd you get out of the pandemic and win a Juno? Like, even though we're still flabbergasted by it. Thank you. Even though we're flabbergasted by it, I think it's because we're relentless and we just didn't stop. That's a good point. That's our style, you know, all or nothing. You did keep putting out singles every month or two. It seemed like there was a new Mono Wales track out there for the people of the pandemic. And it's interesting now that we're in kind of the aftertimes and things are reopening and the world really has changed during the pandemic. Our next question on pandemic. On song title in the form of a pandemic question. During lockdowns, many, many people looked inwards and made changes in their lives. Besides Zach getting his haircut, is there anything else that Mono Whale said out with the old too? Yeah, I think we said out with the old with maybe the more difficult part of our personalities. And <laughs> what I mean by that, I think it, it was a, a very intense time of self-reflection and within the group even saying what are these things in our personalities that are serving the band and that are serving each other as friends and what are the things that are either not or are a cause from say trauma or triggers or baggage and actually having the time to sit down and deal with them and work on them together and on our own so that when we come back together you know, we can kick ass. And I think we're really proud to say that even though we're still on that journey together, we did, we did kind of the unthinkable and, and broken pieces came back together to make something amazing. And it really does seem looking at the band from the audience, like it's a family and there's such joy and synergy between the members of the band. Yeah. Out with the old fantastic song. And I did the opposite of Zach. Zach got a haircut and changed his look. And I haven't had a haircut since pre-pandemic. I used to kind of look like Zach. And now I look like pre-pandemic Zach, post-pandemic. <laughs> okay. Our last question. I, like, I support it. Pardon me? I, I support you. <laughs> Sally, you're so kind. Thank you ever so much. Yeah. Our last question on song title in the form of a pandemic question with one of my favorite bands, Mono Whales. Are we richer or poorer as a result of the pandemic based on rich? Take it away, Zach. Okay. I say we're richer because we have more love and we have more time to foster our investments in each other and the world. Kaboom! Zach, home run! That, oh, is, wow. that is such a powerful observation. And that's what it felt being at Hillside 2022 with everyone getting to gather again and listen to amazing bands like Mono Wales. It felt like we were really being brought together and the healing of the divisiveness, divisiveness of the pandemic seems to be taking place. And also too, there was a drastic increase or there was a drastic change in income inequality. The first year of the pandemic, according to the Money Minute on 98.5 CKWR, there was nearly 500 more global billionaires created when nearly a billion more people fell below the poverty line. And when we're dealing with that kind of economic insecurity, 
the music is really going to help us as we try to rebuild the world more justly for all, not just the haves, but also the have not. Let's hope so. Yeah. And as we go into mid pandemic, what are you looking for? Just staying out on the road? Are you going to be out on the road as much as possible the next couple of years? Or are you going to be taking a break and recording some more songs? Or what does the next six months to a year look like for the mono whales? Uh, no breaks. We want to keep it going, baby. Zach <laughs> likes to drive. We like to roll. We're going to play as many shows as we possibly can. But we've also learned through the pandemic to take space when you need it. So we will be having days off. We will have you know, week vacations when we can put it in to make sure we take care of ourselves so that when we come back to you, we're going to give you the best possible version of ourselves that you can take home with you. And it's mainly the shows coming up. Are they going to be in Canada or are you going to be doing any U.S. or Europe? We have a whole tour coming up this fall. It is a Canadian tour, almost coast to coast. And we do have plans for other stuff. But as you know, it's a hard time in the pandemic. So we're taking our time trying to make sure that we invest in the places that are going to be the most, have the most hit for us right now. And I know Canada's hitting. So I think when someone gives a crap about you in a place, give a crap about them back. And then we can slowly start moving on the other territories that we think that they're starting to love us. I'm excited to hear that because I'm hoping to see many more shows here on the 401 corridor in Southern Ontario. And Sally and Zach, thanks so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to talk with us here today on the Pandemic Show. Stories of the Pandemic for the people of the Pandemic. No one's alone on the Pandemic Show. Awesome. Oh, thank you for having us, Dave. And I hope you guys enjoy the new record coming out, the new tour. We have everything dropping right now. All the merch bundles are out. So go check it out if you're a fan of us. It goes a long way and we appreciate you. And we appreciate you, Dave. You are the people who keep us going and who fuel us to do what we love to do. So thank you. Thanks for listening to The Pandemic Show. We're all in this together and we're glad you're here together with us. Physically distance with us at pandemishow.com. Be a part of our community by subscribing to and sharing The Pandemic Show. Thanks for taking a minute to email an episode, share a link, or promote us on social media. Pandemic Show is on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit. Stories from the pandemic for the people of the pandemic. Do you have an interesting pandemic story and want to share? Email us at pandemishow at gmail.com. Thanks to all our guests. Thanks to Giant Value for singing us in and letting us know everything is going to be all right. No one is alone at the Pandemic Show.